Uno, uno, dos. Welcome to Two for the Road, Movies with Matt and Adam. I'm Matt. And I'm Adam. We are a weekly movie pairing podcast. Every week we'll pick a theme, we'll each recommend a movie to the other guy that he has not seen based on the theme, talk, discuss. we got a 25-year age gap, so uh, we do have a lot of overlap, but not as much as you would think, so <laughs> no, no. I have a lot of uh, blind spots here, uh, which brings us to... <laughs> Theme of the week. <laughs> so, welcome to Biden's America, Matt. Yeah, that's what it seemed like. Uh, so what this, was our? It was like gr- growing up in hell or something. <laughs> I think I think you put growing up in crime, <laughs> which is pretty much it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the City of God from Brazil mm-hmm. and Gomorrah from Italy. From Italy, yeah. yeah we had a couple foreign. Uh, the body count was high this week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the body count was high. Um, yeah, I I was trying to think, like, if they were going to make this kind of movie in America, where would it be? And I guess the only thing I could think was maybe, like, L.A., like, in the 90s? Yeah. Chicago? Chicago right now, maybe. A couple summers ago, there yeah. was, like, hundreds of people killed in Chicago, mm-hmm. so maybe that. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was a kid, there was a documentary on HBO called Bangin' in Little Rock. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're familiar no, with that. No, it's no. like a one-hour thing. Yeah, yeah. And, I, you know, I was, like, maybe 10 when it came out. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, that was kind of shocking to me. And then... I watched these two movies, and I was like, ugh. <laughs> like, Little Rock has nothing on the city of God. City of God, where the criminals just get younger every year. <laughs> right. There's always <laughs> more. Yeah, there's always more. They're looking for work. So, Yeah, these movies were uh, grimy. Mm-hmm. Like you said, the body count was really high. Um, if you're uncomfortable watching a child get shot in the face, not but, the movie for you. No. Nope. Not date movies. <laughs> No. <laughs> not recommend. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even let Gloria <laughs> get near the, either one of these. Which is funny because the first one it's all in Portuguese, so she would like. like you I know, was thinking about it. Everyone was watching it. She would probably enjoy that aspect of it until I don't know the, the third minute of the movie yeah. <laughs> when they're killing the chickens right in the beginning. <clears throat> all right. So you want to get into the city of God? Sure. <laughs> Vamos voltar a pilantrar. comigo. Uma musiquinha pra machucar os corações. Nem vem que não tem. Nem vem de garfo que hoje é dia de sopa. Esquenta o ferro, passa minha roupa. Alright, so this is. Uh, was it 2002? Uh, this is a movie that I'd never. I'd heard of it, mm-hmm. but. For some reason, in my head, it was something different. I thought it was like, like a Terrence Malick kind of slow burn, kind of like dreamy sort yeah, of meditation yeah, 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 on like yeah. what it means to like be alive. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> what it means to be dead. <laughs> it turns out it don't mean much. Yeah. And the, the d- director of this movie, we've seen one of his movies. Yeah. So when I was like, when I, yeah, when yeah. I was one, we watched that when the pandemic started last year because we're psychopaths, and so when I saw that, I was like, oh, I bet this is going to be brutal because blindness yeah, is really brutal. Had some scenes where you're like, oh my god, yeah, this is his name is his name is Fernando Morales. Morales, anything else? Nailed it. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, and he also did a movie called The Constant Gardener, which I didn't know he did. He, that's a great movie. You know, it's not as brutal. It isn't a little bit, but blindness in this one, or, you know, City of God, are just. It's. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. So this one, I had to stop it a couple times just because I was like, I need to, like, just take a breath. Mm hmm. Um, there's a part in this movie where, because it goes through like the decades. Right. There's a part in this movie where they finally get to the 70s. And it starts at like, then suddenly they're at the beach. Yeah, they're at the beach. And I'm looking, I'm watching this on my laptop, so I've got my little time, and I'm like, oh my god, I feel like I just watched an entire movie, and it's like one hour <laughs> in. It's like, it's so like wide ranging, mm -hmm. but like fast. This is never a slow, it's never a dull moment, this one. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, you watch it, it's like two hours plus, and it feels like you've been watching it for four hours. Mm -hmm. And so, so, so like, I I used to, when I was younger, I used to, you know, constantly listen to obnoxious punk rock music in my car, and if someone's in the car and they didn't like it, I would always say, eh, the song would be over soon. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's 45 seconds, you know, give it a second. And that's kind of how I felt about this movie, like, I don't really like this character. Yeah, he'll be gone soon. <laughs> sure enough, he was. Yeah. yeah, there wasn't too many people left from the beginning of the movie. No, City of God is not known for its longevity. <laughs> not a lot of people cashing in their pension in right, the old City right, of God. Right. Uh, go ahead. No, I was just no. I'm, I'm just. So I was in um, just right from the the jump. I mean, kids running around with pistols trying to catch a chicken, in and like the. The streets of, I mean, even in the beginning, well, we'll get to it, I guess, when we get to, like, the flashback. But, like, mm -hmm. just, like, the streets, like, the kind of cavernous alleys mm -hmm. that I'm guessing were not, like, pre-planned. There's no, like, city development board. It's just, yep. like... This is the slums of uh, Rio. Right. It's just people kind of building places wherever they want. And just mm -hmm. how, like, mm -hmm. uh, it just seemed to see, like, you know, like a maze. You know, yes. it just It just felt, like, claustrophobic and, like, just tense, just... Walking around would feel like you don't know what's going to happen around any turn. I think maybe the director did that on purpose. I mean, because it was like a maze. It was like, we're trapped. Mm -hmm. We're trapped in this maze and we don't know how to get out. And they had a lot of those cool shots where they would like kind of look up to the building mm -hmm. and just kind of go up and it had these like sidewalks. And it just, it's like, oh, who built this? It looks like it doesn't even make sense. No. You know, like this whole city doesn't make sense. Right. Yeah. And that takes us to kind of the beginning. We get to see that. These are people who the government clearly told, like, you don't matter. Right. Get out of here. We're mm -hmm. going to build you a city of God <laughs> yeah. out in the middle of nowhere and, and enjoy. It's, and it's run by gangsters, mm -hmm. teenage gangsters. They run everything. The cops make an appearance every once in a while, but they're not running things. Because they're doing such a good a job of running things. Yeah. There's no crime except for them. Well, I'm talking about like in the beginning. Yeah, in the beginning. Oh, yeah, in the beginning. Yeah, before the, they, yeah. They still steal some gas. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, they were uh, like the, the, what were they, the tender trio? Yeah, the tender <clears throat> trio. Kind of like a Robin Hood type, right? I mean, they mm -hmm. they would steal the gas and get some money, but the townspeople are also grabbing gas off that truck and kind of walking away. And Yeah. Yeah, they were hoodlums, but they weren't gangsters. You know, right. Yeah. They were kind of celebrated. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They were looked up to by the younger boys because mm -hmm. they weren't really bad yet. Right. Well, yeah. Yeah. Like, I guess robbing people at gunpoint. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> Relatively. Yeah. <right? laughs> the future is worse. 
Yeah. And again, that whole flashback felt like its own movie, right? Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you have these characters, you, you get to know the characters pretty quickly, and then they kind of are dealt with. Yes. <laughs> Disappear. Then, right? Yeah. And then you can see them, we kind of transition into the younger kids. Um, but yeah, I, I, and once it shifted for me, once it shifted to like the, because it starts in the 60s mm-hmm. and it shifts to the 70s, I thought it lost a little bit of kind of coherence, a mm-hmm. little bit. Especially near the end, where yep. it gets to like just just kind of maniacal drug war, mm-hmm. I had trouble like I'm like okay, you know, I I don't really care anymore, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like just get it over with. It's right. kind of how I was feeling about it. Yeah, I don't know. You know, it does they could make their own the 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 first? I don't know how long it was the seven, the sixties. Mm-hmm. That could have been its own movie. Then the seventies. This could be like a. It is a mini series. It is a series on on something, you know. But uh, I don't know. I didn't lose. I I was because because uh, we learn a lot about the characters um, after it gets to the seventies. You know. Yeah. It's it starts out in the serene at the beach. They're all hanging out, smoking some weed. You know. But. Uh, yeah, I didn't know weed was such a part of like Brazilian youth culture. Every, everybody smoked it. <clears throat> and one thing I didn't even realize, I guess because I just just lack of knowledge, but I didn't realize that like hippies were a thing in Brazil, which mm-hmm. is maybe it's dumb for me to say, but I just never thought about it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's they seem to have their own little groups, hippies and these other things. Like the hippies, the Soul oh, Crew, yeah, the, yeah. The, all these little, like they're. You know, they're all, like, disparate, and then the hoodlums were the ones that we were <laughs> yeah, focused on. Yeah, yeah, um, But one of the hoodlums was more like a surfer. He looked like a surfer dude at the, you know. Which um, Oh, what's his name? I'm sorry. I got the wrong one up. Are you talking about the red-haired kid? No, no, the the guy that were the, the he was the the coolest thug. Oh, Benny? Benny, yeah, Benny. I can't have trouble with names. But, yeah, Benny. Yeah, Benny's an interesting character mm-hmm. because, you know, we he's there from the very beginning, right? Right. right. And he's this little kid with thick glasses and black right. glasses. And... <laughs> right. He kind of looks like uh, what's that kid from The Sandlot? Yeah. You know, <laughs> like Squints. He kind of mm-hmm. looks like him, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't think much of him, but he's just always there. And yep. then, you know, he kind of has an attitude change where he's like, "Oh, actually, I want to dress cool mm-hmm. and." Uh, like, yeah, I, I don't want to kill people anymore. I just want to smoke weed and have sex. Right. Can we just well, do that? I, I want to just go to this farm and, you know, do this. Yeah, look, but little Z has his partner mm-hmm. who is a sociopath from well, the very beginning. But sticking on Benny real quick. Yeah. Like, so we're supposed to, like, love Benny, right? Because, right. I mean, he's the coolest person. Everyone likes Everyone him. Everyone loves Benny. He's a peacekeeper. Yep. But it's like, but Benny, I saw you kill a bunch of people. <laughs> like you, you're also a vicious murderer. Let's right. not forget that. That just happened ten you minutes just, ago. You just can't forget that and <laughs> right. go off and smoke pot and have sex. You right. Because, but everybody looks the other way with him, because Little Z is such a, a monster. Now, okay, counterpoint. Mm-hmm. Little Z, also a peacekeeper in his way, right? right. He just he says, hey, you can't rob anyone. On, you know, in my area, mm-hmm. so he was. Uh, That's why know. I mentioned that they kind of controlled things to a point where there was no crime mm-hmm. except for them. Yeah, right. So he's a bit of a sheriff in his own way. Yeah, he was. He was a bad sheriff. He was a bad. He's a bad <laughs> lieutenant. Bad lieutenant. Yeah. Uh, so, 
Yeah, so then, but we didn't mention the main guy, right? Right. The main guy is, I don't even know his name. Rocket? Rocket, that's right. Buscapi or Biscapi? His name is B-U-S-C-A-P-E. Rocket. Yeah, Rocket. Yeah, he was uh, fine. Yeah. I never really cared if he became a journalist or not. <laughs> he was kind of a sideline in the whole thing. He was the observer, I guess, uh-huh. telling the story, because he was the one who wrote the book. Uh, right. After it was all finished, it was based on his story, you know. But he was one of the few to make it out alive. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, the only one to make it out alive, <laughs> as far as our main character. Pretty much, go. I think he was, you know. Him and the... What were those? The runts. Oh, come on. You think the runts <laughs> really made it out alive? I read that they became, in the true story, that the runts became the worst of them all. Well, you could see it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They like, were already, they were like seven years old. I mean, psychopaths. Yeah, right. The movie ends with them going, what, what do you think about this person? Let's kill him. Yeah. Let's kill him. <laughs> okay. Okay. I mean, it's it's a whole crew of little di- little dices. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, that's mm-hmm. what it was. Like, yep. there was yep. no one, there was no Benny. Right. To kind of chill Z's. him out. Oh, yeah, little Z. Well, he was oh, little, little Dice. Yeah, he right. changed his name. He was little Z. You're yeah. right. When he was little Dice, that's when he was, that's when his psychopath came out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, when at the hotel. Mm-hmm. And he just was having fun. And I like the way they did that, where it was a little bit of a mystery. I mean, you kind of knew what happened, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. They laid the groundwork of Little Dice mm-hmm. being fed up with, you know, mm-hmm. being the little kid with all the ideas. There, there, yeah, he had all the ideas, and he, he wanted to do something right away, and nobody would listen to him because he was just a little Z. But yeah, it was, he was a, an interesting character, mm-hmm. you know? Oh. But yeah, so Benny had to go. I mean, it's I loved Benny's uh, like the setup. You know, he's in he's laying there with his girl. She's like, "Let's get away." You know, let's be hippies on a farm. He's like, oh, "Okay, yeah." And from that moment, you're like, "You're dead, Benny." Yeah, you're, you're, <laughs> you're not dead. doing this. You just can't leave. Right. Yeah, let's have a farm. We'll name it Live Forever, and uh, we'll retire there. Yeah, it's like, come on, you're dead. You're you're like, as soon as you. Even right. thought about getting out. We yep. do. There's, it's curtains for you, Benny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we. And then, as soon as you're going to have a farewell party, that's where it's going to happen. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't that sad though when he died? I, I I liked his character. Yeah. I mean, like I said, you're you're the audience is supposed to like Benny, but yeah. He's, yeah. it's easy to forget that he was also. I mean, everything that Lil Z did or Lil Dice did, Benny was right there with yeah, him. Yeah, he was. He was co-signing. He controlled him. him a little bit, but he was right there with him. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Benny also liked the money. Benny also liked the respect. You know, he's a he liked the clothes, the weed, the drugs, and so that scene where he chases down Tiago mm-hmm. and is like, "Hey, let's do a bike race." I yeah. thought that was going to get real gay. I, I thought so too. I thought, "Oh, this is going to change," mm-hmm. and it didn't. No, because like, because like, it's like, I mean, two men racing. I don't know. Maybe it's a cultural thing. Mm-hmm. But then. When he's like, buy me some clothes, I was like, oh, here we go. Oh. And then it just never happened. <laughs> no, he just, mm-hmm. I like your clothes and go buy them. Go buy me some. Yeah. And they fit. Oh, yeah, they they stood. Yeah, they were measuring each other. Yeah, he's like, measure me how? Just yeah. use your hands. I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, this, that's this, exactly. This is it. This is this it. Is it. Yeah. I bet you everybody thought that. Yeah, and look, then all of a sudden, well, I guess Benny isn't gay. Yeah. <laughs> a little misdirection there. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, okay, so. Where are we at, Matt? <laughs> We're still in the 70s. They, I don't know. It's just 
all sorts of wars going on. We got to meet uh, Knockout Ned. Mm-hmm. He's another one. <laughs> Which was an interesting character. Based on a true true person. I saw an interview with him at the at the end mm-hmm. of the movie. The, Which they re- the credits. Right, they recreated it basically word for word yeah, yeah. in the, in the mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and just when you think this movie can't, like, you kind of get numb to, like, uh, people just keep getting shot in the face, okay? And then uh, Lil Z decides that he's going to uh, rape knock out Ned's girl in front of him mm-hmm. just because they're a happy couple. Right. It's like... And he couldn't get girls because they said in the movie he was ugly. Oh, he was ugly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's not a handsome person. No, no. But you would figure you would still be able to get <laughs> Oh, come on. Right? There would be somebody. I mean, you're Some running the woman show. Hanging. Yeah. 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 I mean, he'd, he'd have a harem of them. Right. You know, wanting to get close, get, wanting the money and the drugs and all that stuff. There was never any really women hanging out with them. Well, it seemed like Lil Z was not interested in women. Not that he was, you know, not, yeah. not that he was interested in men. It seemed like he was not interested in sex. Like, right. he just, he was interested in... Power. Power, and he seemed to like killing people. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was a sociopath. So I was kind of surprised that he even was, I guess because he's pissed he did off it. about the yeah, girl Yeah, he did it club. because he couldn't have her. Yeah. She didn't want him. Yeah. So he takes whatever he does, you know, whatever he wants. That's his attitude. You know, if it's somebody else's turf, I'm going to take it. You know, I'm going to take your life. Yeah. I'm going to take whatever I want. And that was his, that was his attitude. You know, because he got pushed around when he was a kid, a little kid. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Not really. I mean, a little bit. <laughs> he took his money. One person. Yeah. <laughs> and he ended up. Yeah, he ended up getting his. Um, yeah, so... The whole, with the whole knockout net thing, and then that sets off the the war, the gang war yeah. between the rival gangs, and mm-hmm. <laughs> the whole war. It just seemed, um, I don't know, maybe that's how it happens, but it just seemed like they were just indiscriminately just like blasting each other in the streets, and mm-hmm. I can't imagine how they even lived to fight another day. Yeah, I mean, everybody knew where their hideouts were, mm-hmm. and it didn't seem like anybody was standing guard. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like. I mean, just go over there and blast the the hideout. Yeah, was it like old like British war rules where like everyone lines up and they march to each other and you got to have your drummer and That's your flag it character? Like. I don't know. It seemed like a it wasn't a very thought out war. No, on but, either either side. But then we got to see how they were like recruiting people like from like the lower like basically like hey or you know like some kids would come to them like someone killed my family I want to yeah. get them. We yeah. didn't get a lot of focus on, like, the innocent people who no. were killed. It was all the uh, gang members. Yeah, there wasn't really any innocent people. Knockout Ned was at first until he got kind of pushed in. Mm-hmm. You know, he was not He was uh, against all that, you know. Um, but the rest of the innocent people were sort of background for this movie. Yeah. Yeah, they, we don't meet any families, you know. There's nothing... You know, pretty much in either one of these movies that we watched it this week, that there's no nothing. There's no family. There's no nothing. It's all about the gang. Yeah, there's no good people. No. Everybody's looking for their own interest. Yeah, I don't know that we've ever watched two movies or even one movie that has such a low value of human life mm-hmm. than both of these. Like everything was expendable. And there's that scene where Lil Z is walking, and Tuba, his his new like right hand man, is like 
annoying him. Yeah. And he just puts his gun over his shoulder and shoots him in the head and keeps walking. Yeah. They've been together for their whole lives. Yeah. Just, he just is. You're annoying. I'm done with this. Yeah. Yeah. I'm done with this conversation. <laughs> you're pissing me off. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, well, Rocket was a good guy. I mean, he tried to be a bad guy, but he really wasn't. You're right. Rocket was a good guy. And his uh, friend. Right. Yeah, he, he had a friend that he hung out with. Um, but those are the only two people in the whole movie that were, you know. I guess the reporters. I yeah. Guess. But they were using the, the kid. Right. You know, for the story. And they gave him an internship afterwards. I should have been a full-blown <laughs> photographer. Right. Well, you, know, you know, you got all the pictures of the, everything. Okay, you risked your life. I guess we'll let you work for free for a while and <laughs> then make a decision. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> So everybody, everybody's out for their own self. Yeah. Um, is there anything we didn't mention about the story that bears mentioning? No, just it's day in the life of lawlessness. You know, and when the cops, they're, they're just as crooked as the, the gangs. Right. I don't think we mentioned that. You know, they, there's one cop that who's just really bad the guy who's on the take yeah right he's yeah. selling arms well i guess okay so the, our arms dealer how come every movie the arms dealer always looks like an arms dealer <laughs> right <laughs> like if you're an arms dealer you gotta have like like a pinstripe shirt or like spiky hair or like some weird goatee like you have to always look like an he, arms dealer didn't he have a like a balding ponytail he did yeah. kind of like suspenders yeah. he just he yeah. just looked like and like these weird like sideburns mm-hmm. right he just looked like Oh, I bet that guy has a trunk full of AK-47s. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, he, I mean, what is the, uh, what do you think is like the average retirement age of an arms dealer? Do they ever make it? No, they never <laughs> do. It's always, you're always. Somebody's going to take your arms and take you. Right. You walk into a place to sell guns to people who are murderers. And guess what? Eventually they're going to be like, wait a minute, why are we paying this guy? Let's just kill him and take his guns. <laughs> So they did that, and then we find out that that guy was getting his arms from the police, right? Uh, which is pretty shady. I would say the police in the original, like in the earlier story, like in the '60s, mm-hmm. they seemed more like dedicated to the craft, at least of investigation. Mm-hmm. They were very good at it. No, <laughs> but they seemed like cops mm-hmm. instead of bad guys. Mm-hmm. At first. I mean, they were. They don't. I don't think they treated people real well. But hell, they were up against. You know, in a, an immovable force, right? But we got to see how like the mm. the city degraded, the the institutions degrade degradate. It's just like I love it. Their their police cars were Volkswagen Beetles. Right. <laughs> uh oh, yeah. I loved all, all the Here cars. Comes Herbie. <laughs> <laughs> I loved all the uh, the. I mean, the cars mm-hmm. were just seemed very true to life. Yeah. You know, like yeah, mm-hmm. they, they would have shitty cars there, of course. Of course, yeah. <clears throat> And that plays a part in one of the, you know, one of the scenes where Shaggy and his girl, um, Benny's older brother, right? Like, like you know, it's kind of, they had the original idea of, like, let's go off to a farm and, and be get out of town, you know? Yeah. And they didn't make it. No. So even his girl, who seemed like a good person, she's still holding the pistol on the She gun. shot the cop. Yeah. Right. She shot a cop. Yeah. So. You know, she she's the one that wanted to get it. She didn't want nothing to do with the gangsters. She wanted nothing to do with, you know, that life. So we're going to get out of here, but... Shoot doesn't make it right yeah <laughs> and then he she shoots the cop yeah um after after they hijack a car you know mm-hmm. right 
so I, th- I think we covered the basics. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have a, uh, oh, it's that guy? No. <laughs> I, I don't either. <laughs> I don't think, I think a lot of these people were not actors. Rocket they, definitely was. Mm-hmm. I saw something where, you know that scene where he hooks up with the reporter? Mm-hmm. And they're in the bedroom kind of off camera. Mm-hmm. And she goes, you've never taken a hot shower? And he mm-hmm. goes, we have to heat up the kettle. That was a real conversation they were having between takes. Oh, was like, it? Like, he's really from, like, the hood. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that was, like, a legit... Yeah, he actually ha- has had a career. He, he was in something in 2018, so... Yeah, a lot, a lot, it, of, these, yeah. A lot of these guys did. It was, like, their early yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, entrance into um, acting. But the, the, the beauty of both these movies that we saw, that the, the people in it look like real people. Oh, the casting yeah. was fantastic. Right, right. So that means my next question, which this is something we've not we've forgotten to do these last few podcasts. Who do you think stole the show? Can I give you mine while you Okay, go ahead. I would say Benny. But you know, Benny like had such a like I said, he's likable. It's you know, it's like that was it supposed to be. He had like maybe like the juiciest part. Yes. Um, I thought Lil Z was pretty one-dimensional. Like yeah. I, I didn't have like a lot of range, but no, whatever. No. That was what he's supposed to do. But I thought Lil Dice, young Lil Z. Yeah, yeah. I thought he stole the show. Just like the, from like him laughing after shooting people in the hotel was the creepiest part. That was an amazing scene, and we see that later after it's already happened. Mm-hmm. This is a flashback, and we kind of know that he did it. Mm-hmm. But the way he did it and the way he enjoyed it, we didn't see that right. until it's, that moment. Yeah, it's kind of implied that the cops did it for some reason, right. which wouldn't make any sense. No, no. But, but the way he laughed, it was like Richard Widmark. And in, in, um, I wish I could remember the name of it. That's, that's what made him famous was a scene where he's just laughing. Oh, he pushes a woman down the stairs in a wheelchair, and, she, and he's just... <laughs> <laughs> What is that? What movie is that? I, I'll, I'll think of it. I'll have you watch it. It's really okay. great. Yeah. I hope you didn't just ruin it. Is that, oh, that's <laughs> no, not the ending. No. But yeah, how about you? Who do you think stole the show? Uh, I, I agree with you. I, I thought that the the way he looked when people were pissing him off, mm-hmm. the little dice character, he just had a great presence. Mm-hmm. You know, if they'd made the movie about that kid. <laughs> well, I mean, they did, right? I know, they did. Lil Z. I, yeah. also, I didn't like the whole scene where... Lil Dice is christened Lil Z. I didn't get that at all. No, no. Maybe that makes more sense to a Brazilian audience. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if it's common for you to like change your name based on like religious reasons or whatever. But that was kind of weird. Well, maybe Lil Dice was—he was no longer Lil Dice. I don't know what you know. No, but, but why not Big Dice? You know, I just—I <laughs> just, don't know. Um, any lines that stood out to you? No. Uh, what about um, scenes? Anything we haven't mentioned? Oh yeah. Uh, well, I think the, the most. Where did my thing go? My, uh, I I want I got like three scenes. And they're all like, uh, I mean, when Shaggy got shot, that scene where they're in the the cops are chasing him through the thing, and you know, and his, and you see the point of view from his girlfriend. He's yeah. running through the neighborhood. Yeah, he's running through the neighborhood trying to, you know, get away. He's already been shot. And I just thought that was really done well, um, the way the camera followed in the car and stuff, mm-hmm. followed him. Any of those early scenes in the, the 60s where the camera would, like, follow a character throughout the neighborhood, mm-hmm. it just made, it just kind of gave you a sense of how, like, bleak, mm-hmm. but also, like, expansive 
their little neighborhood was. Yeah. Like when they do the gas robbery and they're kind of like running through the streets and uh, that's, that's exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the other one was L- Little Z takes over Blackie's apartment. Just, yes. Yeah, he comes in. And... We kind of get like the three minute like oral history of, of this apartment. <laughs> right. That was cool. That was cool. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, another good use of narration where for some of this movie, the narration had to happen mm-hmm. because on screen is just gunfire, you know, mm-hmm. like you have to like at least know who these people are for it to make sense. And the last one was, was Benny's farewell party. I thought the way that was set up and the way, you know, they had the flashing lights when Benny was shot and stuff. I hate the strobe light. I know. <laughs> when, okay. At least, Hey DJ, when the gunfire is all goes off, hit the strobe, like turn them <laughs> off, you know, like <laughs> turn the lights on. Right. <laughs> but I guess um, the DJ was running. How about you? Um, everything you mentioned is, is good. I have, you know, kind of a similar list. The only thing that I wanted to add was we didn't talk about the character of Shorty. Mm. And we get to see Shorty's short kind of demise, right? Mm-hmm. He's, the, he's like the police informant in town. Yep. But also seems like someone that the locals are kind of scared of, too. Yep. yep. You know? And then his wife, talking to another woman, gets it in her head. You know, she's having an affair. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the banana trick, which I'd never heard before. And <laughs> That was pretty interesting. <laughs> interesting. And so, you know, then we see the scene where she's got the banana in bed. She's with um, Rocket's older brother, whose name I can't remember. Mm-hmm. And um, Shorty comes in. Rocket's brother, you know, bails. He's running. He's naked. And Shorty gets a shovel and just beats the hell out of his wife. I mean, she... And then buries her alive yeah. in their room. Right. Like, I didn't even, I never thought, like, if you're, I guess, one advantage of having, like, a dirt floor is you can bury a body. <laughs> So who do? And somebody calls the cops on him, and he gets arrested, and you hmm. know, yeah. But he, he deserved it. Yeah, yeah. But, like when he found her, I didn't know what was going to happen, but I did not think that he was going to beat her nearly to death with a shovel. Right. And I was just like, whoa. Fortunately, we don't get. It's kind of off screen. It's, yeah. Right. I mean, you can see him swinging it, but you don't see her. You know. And then you come to find out he's trying to bury her while she's still alive. Yeah. Oof. Brutal. Yeah. Yeah. Just, Kind of gives you the sense that everyone in this town is just does not value life at all. Uh, no. Uh, let's see. Um, I didn't think of anything for a recast. Why would you? No. Um, I think this movie is just fine as it is. Uh, Matt, do you have any lingering questions? No. No. You know, not curious what happened to. Uh... Well, I think they made a. Uh, there's one called City of Men. Okay. And I don't know if that's a remake. I'm not sure. There are a lot of the same actors mm-hmm. in it, and I don't know if they're playing the same characters or if it's something different. Yeah, I assume it's not. I don't know. Yeah, a lot of city ofs. Uh, yeah, I don't have any lingering questions. Well, maybe like, why do they not like people from Sao Paulo? <laughs> like, I, yeah, that's like, really. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I wonder if that's like a common thing in Brazil. If it's like, oh, people from there, they're they're uh, right. They're no good. Like how. You know, maybe people 30, 40 years ago used to think of people from California. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, they're yeah. nuts, yeah, something yeah. like that. Or like the Chinese people who, the city people don't like the country people. If mm. you mention it. Oh, I used to know a Chinese gentleman. And if you mention, there was other Chinese people that worked with us, and he didn't like them because they were from the country. And he says, oh, they're from the country. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Making us look bad. Right. But it would be the opposite, right? That would be like people from the country not right. liking people from the city. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but they do meet the guy from Sao Paulo and he changes their mind, right? Yeah. We, we didn't mention weed. Right, when they're flirting with crime and they keep trying to, like, commit a crime. That <laughs> I, was forgot, like, I forgot about that. That was great. A little bit of humor, right? Right. That's where they meet Knockout Ned on the bus and uh-huh. he talks. He, they're getting ready to rob him, but they realize he's from the neighborhood. And, and he's, he's nice to him. And he's very nice to him. And then they're going to go rob that, like, cafe, but then, like... Ah, but she was so foxy. Yeah. (laughs) I couldn't do it. I got her number, you know? And then they finally, they were going to rob this guy from Sao Paulo, but they... Yeah. He was too cool. Mm -hmm. For a guy from Sao Paulo. Right. He was cool. Right. He's nice. He shared their weed, his weed with him. So, yeah, yeah, if you're, uh, if you're ever picking up hitchhikers, give them weed. (laughs) It might save your life. Um, All right, Matt, you want to guess the scores here? I'm going to go at least eight. You're low. Ooh. This is maybe the highest movie, my highest rated movie we've ever discussed. Really? It's an 8.6 on IMDb. Holy. How many reviews? uh, 712,000. Oh, my God. You know, this little scene movie, which is interesting because, and I'll go back to the rating in a second, um, didn't make a lot of money. Hmm. Um, So box office, um, now this is in... You know, whatever our currency is, whatever the Brazilian right. currency is, I don't know. So, three point three million budget, uh, worldwide gross thirty million, U.S. and Canadian gross seven million. No, no. So, I don't well, know. I I really had when I looked at, I said, oh, it was nominated for four Academy Awards, didn't win any. Yeah, you know, you want to go through who it lost to? Yes. You want to go through this? Yeah, let's go through this. This is gonna this is gonna piss me off because I know it's one of those fucking. Lord of the Ring movies, probably. You are exactly ah, right. God, I hate those things. I'd rather watch the, the stuff today than those. The, see, oh, you mean like the Marvel movies yeah, and yeah. things like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the Lord of the Ring movies, I think that we were all fooled by like their like majesty. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't think they have any like rewatchable They're value. boring. Yeah. They're very boring. Right. That dude needs an editor. Right. Right. Um, so, yeah. They should have used this editor. So, best adapted screenplay. Okay, maybe that one. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't think the script for this was very good. I mean, mm-hmm. it was, it's it's guys it's cursing at each other. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, okay. It's pretty limited on what they could do. Pretty limited. Um, up, it was also up against, for that category, Sea Biscuit, American Splendor, and Mystic River. Okay. They're okay. I mean, They're, you're, yeah, you're yeah. adapting a beloved What one? Book. Uh, was it Lord, Lord of the Rings, of the... Oh. the Return of the King. I don't even know okay. if that's one, two, or three, or yeah, whatever no. it is. Um, best cinematography. So it was up against Cold Mountain, <laughs> Sea Biscuit, Girl with a Pearl Earring. I don't nah, know what that is. Boring. And then the winner, Master and Commander. That's. I mean, that's fine. But I thought the cinematography in this was un- was great. Yeah. What are you gonna remember more? Mm-hmm. The City of God. Yeah. Or like. Boat and water. I mean, come on. Right, right. So, yeah, we got that one wrong. Best film editing. Wow. This is what it was up against. Okay. Again, the same things. Cold Mountain, Sea Biscuit, Master and Commander, and then the winner, Lord of the Rings. <sighs> editing? This is <laughs> like, here's a four-hour movie. Yeah, right. <laughs> Did you edit this at all? <laughs> yeah, I I thought the editing of this was fantastic. Right. Because, I mean, the way that they chose to tell the story was really impactful, and it was not, not linear exactly, but... Easy to understand. This, this movie to me 
I know it's not the same story or anything, but it felt a lot like Goodfellas to me. Mm-hmm. The way they t- told the story, the flashbacks, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm guessing the person who made this movie loves Goodfellas. Right. I mean, <laughs> who doesn't? I'd be surprised if he's like, well, Goodfellas, I never heard of it. <laughs> yeah, you're right. He doesn't. Um, and then Best Director. Peter. Here's what we're up against Mystic River, Master and Commander, Lost in Translation. <laughs> You don't like that one? No, no, I do like yeah. it, but I, I'm thinking, why? And then our winner, Peter Jackson, oh. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I mean, okay. It was a bad year for him. I mean, Mystic River? Yeah. I mean, it's okay. You know, it's... But it's... Master Commander is probably the better of the of, of all the other movies, but... This might make you a little bit more upset. Okay. Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. Yeah. IMDb rating, 8.9. Oh! 1.7 million people checking in on that one. God, I hate those <laughs> movies. Hey, man. People love it. I know. I don't get it. I don't either. But got to give the people what they want. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, back to this one. Um, so according to IMDb, this is the number 22 highest rated movie of all time. Oh, nice. Between, so, yeah, oh, that. Let me pull it up. Yeah, it's it's got pretty good company, as you might, imagine, that, as you yeah. might imagine. Yeah. Um. So I'll just go from twenty five to twenty. Uh, Star Wars Episode Four. Mm-hmm. It's a Wonderful Life. Okay. Life is beautiful. Uh, City of God. Mm-hmm. Silence of the Lambs. Mm-hmm. Seven. Okay. It's pretty, pretty good company. Pretty good company. Yeah. And what do you think about Rotten Tomatoes? I'm gonna go a hundred percent. No, no. Oddly enough, ninety-one percent from the tomato meter. The critics, yeah, mm. very shocking. Mm-hmm. And then the audience is much higher, ninety-eight, ninety-seven. Okay, but ninety eighty-six is pretty high on the IMBD. Oh yeah, yeah. It's that's it's very high. Mm-hmm. Um, I was surprised that was going to be that high, but I mean, it should be. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is. Now that I've seen it, oh, go ahead. Why, why wasn't this movie nominated for Best Foreign Film? Know. It wasn't. Hmm. It should have been, right? <laughs> no, I, I would agree with that. I'm wondering if there are some other things that were in its place. Hmm. I think this is also going to... Uh, Piss me off? <laughs> probably. I mean, how could it not? I mean, I don't yeah. know what it would be. I mean, this should have gone over to Khan and won that, and, you know... It was better. This is better than all those movies you mentioned. Yes. Oh, it's okay. got a weird pop-up. Um, you'll have to look it up. Okay. I think froze. Anyway. Okay. Um, so, yep. Anything else you want to say, Matt? You want mm-hmm. a consensus? Yeah. Critics' consensus, City of God offers a shocking and disturbing but always compelling look at life in the slums of Rio de Janeiro. Mm, pretty simple. Pretty yeah. simple. Straight to the point. Uh, I think Ebert loved this movie. Ah, uh, he did. did. Yes, he? yes. Yeah, four stars all the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He had some interesting things because he knows a little bit about the history and stuff. So mm-hmm. I read his review. It's kind of in, very interesting. You want to hear a negative review? Yes. From Rotten Tomatoes. This is J.R. Jones from the Chicago Reader. I came away from this film impressed by its narrative control, but unmoved by anything it had to say. <laughs> A.K.A. I don't care about poor people. <laughs> no. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. I don't watch movies to feel anything. 
Yeah, wow. It's pretty amazing. Peasants. <laughs> um, you want to uh, take a break and we'll come back and talk about Gamora? Yep. Italian crime drama. Yep. Uh, Gamora. So this movie, I think, I think this movie kind of suffered from pairing it with City of God. Yes. Like we're recording this in Burlington, Vermont. It would be like if you go to Burlington Beer Company, get a triple IPA, blast your taste buds off, mm. and then go for like a sensible Pilsner from like Hired Hand or Fourth Republic. It's going to taste kind of like nothing. <laughs> so that's kind of how I felt about this. Like, I watched City of God. The next day, I watched Gamora, and I was like, "Wait, who's doing what? Like, who are these people? Wh- wh- I don't know what any. Do you do? Who's this old man talking in this room? Like, I don't. Like, it's been a minute and a half, and no one's been shot in the head yet. Um, so, it comes later, but. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> but but you know, I kind of found myself like looking at my phone more, like just sort of like kind of lose an interest a little bit. They tried to introduce us to these different storylines. Maybe there was one or two too many. Mm-hmm. We don't even know anything about any of these people, except they live in hell. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Which is Sicily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's just a very ambitious movie, produced mm-hmm. by Martin Scorsese. Okay. Um, but it falls kind of flat a little bit. I mean, I loved it. It was good. Like, yeah, it's, it's good. really good. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. it's the, the the pairing of it makes it lose some of its flavor. Yeah, I think yeah. good movie on its own. Right, but I mean, it won con. Look, listen, yeah. I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> no. but it's not one of it's not the number 22 rated movie of all time according no. to IMDb. You know, I'm City just, of God it's, is it's no Lord of the Rings. No, <laughs> you, you like I'll always remember City of God, but Gamora uh, probably I'll remember little bits of it, but right. You know, City of God's one of those movies you watch and you have to take a break for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> yeah, so you, you mentioned that this is maybe a little bit too ambitious. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is a, so it's based on a book and they also made a TV series mm-hmm. not related to this movie, yep. but also based on the book. And I think it's on HBO Max yeah. now, so mm-hmm. might be worth checking out. It's probably more like The Sopranos where it's multi. Yeah. Um, seasonal. You can, you can really go into these different aspects of it. Right. And this is another movie where it doesn't seem to be many good people in it. But um, I would say, well, we'll, we'll get into it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think the only way to make sense to talk about this movie is to not to try to go linearly, but maybe talk about each story. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I'm going to, I think maybe we'll do this from 
what I was least interested in okay. <laughs> to most interested in. All right. And you can, um, you know, you can disagree or whatever. So we got um, Roberto. Mm-hmm. And again, I only know his name because I have it on the screen in front of me. Right. I don't know any of these characters' names at all. all right. Like, they're, they're not really introduced. They just sort of exist. That's it. We don't know anything about any of them. No. Oh. So Roberto... He's the he. They say he's a recent graduate who works in waste management. Right. He's the old man's assistant. Right. Right. I don't know who the old man is. I assume he's former mafia, current mafia, yeah, yeah. mafia who went legit. Um, kind of. Yeah, it's a front uh-huh. for the mafia. All of it, all this is about this organization. I right. Mean, I read a little bit about it and how they, they. Do all these crimes and selling drugs and stuff, mm-hmm. and it, the money always goes up way at the top where we don't even know who these people are. Mm-hmm. They could be, you know, billionaires in Italy or France or wherever. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, it's a multi-layered organization where we're not even going to get close to, to the real bad people, which are the, the, the top. Right. So, you know. Yeah. And, and Roberto's sort of just, he looks kind of like a young De Niro, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, but he spends most of the film looking concerned, <laughs> right? Right. Like, what the fuck have I got myself into? <laughs> right. Because his boss, uh, Franco, mm-hmm. is just a really bad human being, mm-hmm. and it, it takes him a little time to figure this out. But it, yeah, that's yeah. He's why is this guy? In, why is this character in it? And most of their story, they're doing things like they get kids. To, they're, they're scoping out spots for land. They're getting kids to, like, drive trucks. There's lots of shots of, like, big pits in the ground with toxic waste. And, mm-hmm. again, all of this could be really interesting if it was given more time. But just as, like, short scenes right. in a movie like this, mm-hmm. it just drags it down. Yeah, I mean, because it's an actually interesting business. Mm-hmm. That getting rid of, illegally getting rid of toxic waste, where they... Lying to their customers. Oh yeah, this is how we do it. We're you know we're fine. You know. So. I just wanted to be clean. Oh, it's clean. It's clean. Don't worry. I have a and contract. It's not. You're right. <laughs> they just find an old quarry to dump this shit in. Mm-hmm. You know, and people. And I read that you know. Well, in the end, in, in the end, is you know, cancer was twenty up twenty percent in a lot of these places mm-hmm. and stuff. So, yeah, that Roberto didn't make sense. This this story it only made it only pays off at the very end mm-hmm. where. There's this scene where, you know, this the old the old man, this old other guy who mm-hmm. we don't know who he is. He wants more money, so he's offering up more land for more dumping. Mm-hmm. And and then this old lady gives uh, um, peaches. Repeat peaches. It gives to Franco or gives Roberto, Roberto some peaches. peaches. They're driving on the road, and you know, he's Franco like, says toss them. You know, yeah. like they're poison. They're poison. Like so, I mean, they're literally poisoning Italy. Right. To like to quote unquote make Italy better. Mm-hmm. We have this great speech where. You know, Franco is trying to convince Roberto, like, you know, don't you know what I'm doing for these people? I'm making the country better. You know, he's trying to really rationalize it for himself. And yeah, he's, and Roberto is like, you're killing these people to save these people. Well, that's mm-hmm. just the way it is. Right. It's just the way it is. It's business. It's just <laughs> it's the way business. it is. It's always business. And so uh, yeah, Franco eventually tells him, uh, go, go be a pizza maker. Right. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Uh, so, yeah, so that ends. And again, like, yep. it's just okay. Not really the one that drew me in. The next one, we we might disagree about this one. So I'm going in order okay. of least interesting to next. All right. Don Ciro. 
the middleman. Yep. Um, we don't know anything about him. Maybe, yeah, I was gonna say maybe he's the least interesting, but I think his character served the purpose of like at least moving around the different locations. So we kind of get a sense of place and how dangerous it is. Right. At some point, he has to put on a. So his job is to go to these families who have relatives who are either dead or in jail and give them little money every month. So they don't flip. Yeah. And none of the people are happy with what they get. No. You know, I mean, it's... And he just, he's very quietly just moves from one place to another. Mm-hmm. And, and so they, I, I assume they pick him because he <laughs> looks so unintimidating. That like if you can't really get angry at him because he's just like sorry. Yeah, you know? he's just not you know it's not yeah. my fault. Right, he's got a little droop, know, droopy dog. Because all the other gangsters look, they are very large human beings, mm-hmm. fat, mm-hmm. you know, unshaven, <laughs> right. you know, thugs. Casting was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I kind of I, I I liked his character a little more, but I, you know, it's just again, it gave, he did give us an opportunity to see the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And to see what's going on, you know. But he was it was slow when mm-hmm. he was around. The movie slowed down. Except, again, except for the end, right. where he tries to go save his skin. Again, so these there's a war going on. We don't know. I don't know why. I mean, I assume it has to do with the, the opening scene where these guys are getting shot in the uh, tanning salon. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool scene. That was a very cool scene. Never seen that before. But we don't really know why. I, mean, I guess it doesn't matter, right? No. It's just like, who cares? People, they forget right. they don't what even know started why. it. <laughs> right. They don't even know. Right. Probably not them around. Right. <laughs> you know, they've been fighting for years. And so uh, at the very end, he tries to go, like, save his skin. Like, hey, I can work for you. I want to get out of this. Mm-hmm. And the guy, the guy's like, what are you talking about? Like, you're in it. Yeah. We don't need you. We don't need. We don't have you in our organization, a money man. Right. So he basically says, like, yeah, you came here. Like, I'll let you buy your life. Mm-hmm. So you got to set these other guys up and tell us where the money is. And so he does, and mm-hmm. they get these other guys get got. They leave a little bit of money on the table for him, and mm-hmm. thank you for your services. About six guys just blown away, like just like that, mm-hmm. and he just walks away. What do you think happens to Don Ciro? Where does he go He's from dead there? Somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably didn't make it down the no, street, huh? No. Yeah, I don't think that he was long for the world. Mm-mm. Okay, so next would be. Uh, Pascale, our yeah, uh, yeah, the tailor. Mm-hmm. He makes dresses so, for an, an, another asshole. Uh huh. <laughs> so, um, I guess that, and this was unclear. Again, I was kind of losing interest a little bit in this movie, but I'm guessing that the asshole you just mentioned has connections yes. to the mafia, mm-hmm. and this is another business front, right? And then the Chinese are moving in. Right, and they're setting up their own factories. Right, which I'm, and again, I'm just making a lot of assumptions here, selling clothes for cheaper knockoffs. Right. Yeah. And so they approach uh, Pascale as like a, you're such a great, you're, we're an admirer of yours. Right. Can you teach us how to do what you do? And at two thousand dollars, a two thousand euros a pop, that's a lot of money. Because sure. this other guy's been screwing him his whole life. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's been working with him since he was a kid. But I got the sense that Pascale would have done it for much less. I think yeah. he just liked the admiration. Right. Because there's that scene where they give him the money. He's, like, kind of surprised, yeah. like, this much? Yeah. And, you know, he brings it home to his wife and just kind of hands it to her. 
because the guy the guy that he works for gives him no respect, mm-hmm. and he's he's the guy behind the, mm-hmm. the dresses. Right. He's the one that gets everything done. Right. But he gets no respect. But yeah, right. And then I mean, even when he comes home to his wife, he's saying things like, "Did you know that the Chinese can cook?" <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. things like that. What? You know, like yeah. he's just like, you know, he's sort of like, yeah, he wow. talks about a. Uh, Piece of fish they cooked for him, yeah. a bass. Yeah. That's how good it was. These people cooked for me, and it was good, and yeah, they, they yeah. treated me with respect yeah. and kindness. And yeah, I, he, asked him, he asked the Chinese guy later on, when are you going to make me some egg rolls? Right, and that's when they get <laughs> blasted, right? right? So, you know, obviously, you know I mean? you're like, huh, this is not going to end happily. No. <laughs> it's not like he's going to go off and be some famous garment maker in, in China. No. Ends up driving a truck. Yeah, after his car gets, he's, dry, yeah. he gets a drive-by. Yeah, yeah. Everyone killed except him. No, no there's uh, one of the Chinese guys lived because he got out of the car. I mean, do you think he's still alive? <laughs> Probably not. No. <laughs> I, I didn't get the sense But that. after the crash, he, he was kind of help. He was dragging his buddy out of the back seat who was dead. Right. But then, then our yeah, next yeah. scene is Pascal at the hospital. Yeah. I didn't see the Chinese guy. No, no. No Chinese guys. Um, so, yeah, then he becomes, uh, like you said, he becomes a truck driver. Yeah. Makes it out. But he's not doing what he wants. Yeah. Well, I mean, but he's nobody he, shooting at him either. Right. <laughs> right. The only happy ending. I mean, because he has his moment where mm-hmm. he sees Scarlett Johansson mm-hmm. in the dress that he made. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's. So he uh, is that a win? Like you get, like personal validation, but nobody else knows. Nobody knows. And, you know. Yeah. I go down to the the, the uh, truck driver place and say, "Hey, I made that dress." Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, you know, this guy who all he wanted was a little bit of respect and admiration mm-hmm. never even gets it at the end. Yep. They don't mention his name on the newscast. Uh, the next story, uh, again, going up my ladder of interest, Toto. Mm-hmm. Our the little boy. Our 13-year-old yeah. grocery delivery boy. Mm-hmm. He wants to be a gangster. Yeah. Because <laughs> his father was a gangster. <laughs> His father was a gangster. His brother was a gangster. His, yeah. his so, mother was a mother. Uh, yeah, so he wants to be a gangster. Uh, his mother, not very cool with that idea. Because his father's in prison. Mm-hmm. That's how we meet. He, the zero goes over and gives her money. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, this, this is the kid. He's walking around the streets. He sees the gangster lifestyle. Somehow it looks glamorous. He's like, I want to be fat and unshaven one day. <laughs> these guys didn't look like they were... This is the thing about both these movies. It looks boring. Mm-hmm. Like, being a gangster looked incredibly boring. It is. Like, it's a lot of sitting around. They're calling out, like, cars coming. Okay, yeah. he turned. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, have... think about L.A. or any of those big cities where the, when they were selling crack. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was exactly what it was. A bunch of guys watching for cars or something. You know, I mean, Donnie Brasco. Do you ever see that movie? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it shows you how boring it is. Mm-hmm. You're just sitting around trying to, you know, thinking about going to open up parking meters because it's the only way they can get money. <laughs> you know, they're not really, it's not glamorous. Yeah. And like going back to City of God, like Lil Z and his crew, they can't even read. No. <laughs> you know, like they're they're scouring like the, the wanted ad or like the uh, yeah. the coupons for like a picture of Lil Z. I mean, it's just, yeah. Ugh, man. So, I'm, so Toto... You're a moron. But yeah, so he's interested in it. He starts doing it. He gets the dress kind of cool. Yeah, they buy him a shirt. Kind of hanging out with a chick. Mm-hmm. You know, and then suddenly there's a, another drive-by. Mm-hmm. His 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 gangster mentor, you know, because I guess you always got to have like a... Somebody to get you in. You got to have yeah. a partner, yeah. I guess. So he gets shot and... Yeah. 
doesn't really deter Toto. No. He's still down. <laughs> um, but they did have a cool scene where he's, like, getting initiated mm-hmm. with a... What were they, in like a cave or something? Yeah. yeah. He's, got oh, yeah. The, he's got the bulletproof vest, and the guy's like, are you scared? Yeah. <laughs> he's he's, he's like, the only one to admit it. Right. The other guys are, no! <laughs> you know, right. Why yeah. are you shaking? Yeah. So they shoot him, mm-hmm. and he gets up. Yeah. That was part of the, yeah, that was the initiation. Right. He got it pretty quickly. Yeah. And then he's like admiring his bruise later. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, no, that, that would have been, that bruise would have been about <laughs> 10 times that big. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, what do you think? Uh, what do you think happened to Toad? Oh, no, we, we, oh missed we missed it. Yeah, he sets up uh, his friend's mother, who is his friend has turned. He's gone to the other side, mm-hmm. so they're looking for him or something, and they can't find him. So they kill his mother, but he sets it up. He doesn't want to, but mm-hmm. that's his, that's his final step into gangster, is having you know setting up his friend and a woman who was nice to him. Mm-hmm. And, and that's it. That's all yeah. we see of Toto. No yeah. no other resolution. No. Nope. What do you think happens to Toto? He ends up fat. <laughs> Shave. Maybe he doesn't end up, maybe he doesn't live that long. Who knows? Yeah. It's, a it's not going to be a good life. No. Because he looks kind of like a, a girl. He does look kind of like a girl, like yeah. a Pat Benatar or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't think Toto's long for this world. I don't think he could put on a lot of weight either, so I don't no, think he would fit in. No. I have to have some cool nickname for him. <laughs> you think Toto's good? <laughs> um, and then the story I was most interested in, uh, Marco and Sweet Pea. <laughs> and I thought this was the best casting. Yes. Oh, they were perfect. One guy had a voice like Godfather. Yeah. What, <laughs> is that a medical condition? Like, what do you think so. that comes from? I don't know. Because it did some, didn't, seem like he was, didn't seem like a put-on. No. It seemed like that was just that dude's voice. Right. And then Sweepy, who just looks like, I don't know, like a, I mean, he looks like an Italian Appalachian person. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Very skinny, bony. He's got this like Adrian Brody, like yeah, really, really prominent nose. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, and these two guys are just like the life of the movie, right? They're They're cutting up, they're shooting guns, they're robbing people. They're running around on their motorcycle. They're singing to each other. I mean, they're having, trying to have intercourse in right. a. Yeah, they can't. Yeah, I guess there's no touching or whatever in these in that strip club or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah. And then, and then they they get beat up and they start crying. Yeah, they were well, they were phony tough, right? Yeah, they were phony tough, but they're entertaining. That's exactly. Yeah, you know, every time they were on the screen, it would be, it got very interesting. Mm-hmm. You know. Because um, they were gangster wannabes, mm-hmm. and they didn't want to work for anybody. They were going to control things. That fat fucker, I'm going to he, he threaten to kill me. I'll kill that guy. Mm-hmm. You know, that, those kind of guys. Mm-hmm. And Sweet Pea just, I don't know, he's just going along for the ride, it seemed like. And when they're in the arcade, and they're like, Marco's like, let's rob this place. Yeah. He's like, no. He's like, there's a lot of, <laughs> too many people. You don't have any money here. And he's like, let's do it. It's kind of like, it's like, I'm doing it. Okay. <laughs> like, are you going right. to join me? He's like, okay. Right. I'll begrudgingly rob this place. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they were kind of fun. And they're allowed to kind of do this for a while. I mean, they one guy saves their life, you know, a couple times maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, because the, 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 one of the bosses wants to kill him. Right. He, but they're just, I think they're, they're younger than than we think. 
because you keep calling them kids. Yeah. They didn't look like kids. Right. They looked like about 20. Like maybe old teens. Yeah, young right. 20s. Yeah, maybe. Um, or maybe there was just other stuff going on mm-hmm. that is just like, I <laughs> uh, can't, can't worry about these kids right now. <laughs> right. And, you know, uh, there's they are more at war. Happening, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, they were, at first they were smart, right? They're robbing, you know, non affiliated groups. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, yeah, right. But they, you know, it got around that they were causing some trouble. Well, they so stole they, guns from, from them. Don't want to do that. No. And they're just out on the beach, just like a grenade launcher. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Shoots this old boat, just blows up. Uh, I hope no one was like sleeping mm-hmm. on that old boat. Uh, yeah, and then what? One of my favorite scenes is their end, where so you know starts with the guy with the blinged out like tracheotomy yeah, button yeah. or whatever. Yeah, that yeah, is. yeah that's cool. Like all gold. Yeah, he's yeah. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, smoking is cool, kids. So he's like, you know, he's he's convinces them like. I can get you in. You just have to do this one thing for me. No problem. And they're going, we don't want to work for anybody, but we'll work for money. Yeah, right. So he gives them money up front. And he's like, you got to go kill Pepe the horseman. Yeah, he's fucking my wife. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, okay. And then, so then there's this, what I thought was one of my favorite scenes is where they're kind of riding their motorcycle and they're trying to follow this car. They get lost a little bit and they turn down. There he is. It's oh, like. Yeah. Don't you realize this guy's waiting for you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he let you find him. Right. Because they're, they're, they're not very bright. Neither one of them. No, and they're like slowly following him and like they're going out of town, right? And that was cool, like the that kind of like wooded area. Mm-hmm. But like I didn't I didn't realize that um were they Sicily? Sicily, Sicily had like that kind of um woods. Yeah. You know, anyway. Yeah, it, yeah it, there was a lot of places in this movie that was very stark. Mm-hmm. You know, but then they had this woods scene. It was like, really? Well, that's pretty cool. Because, I mean, the scene in the, at the beach, mm-hmm. and that, those kind of things, there's nothing there. Right. You know, and they're just shooting guns. Nobody gives a shit. Right. <laughs> yeah, no police presence. <laughs> so, so they're chasing Pepe the horseman, or whatever, they're following him. Mm-hmm. And he gets out to his house, and they park kind of like on the side. And then, again, they, they have this, like, un, they played this scene really well. There's, like, one guy gets off and he walks up and he kind of turns back. The other mm-hmm. guy gets off and there. You can see a little bit of like hesitation, you right. know, like they're kind of, they don't ever say anything because they don't want to look like pussies. But you can see they're both like, this doesn't doesn't feel right, right? You know, and they should follow their instinct. Because up to that point, had they killed anybody? Um, I know good. they robbed people. No, I don't think so. But they hadn't killed anybody. Mm-hmm. That's the final step, right? And they were they were very hesitant. Mm-hmm. Something was not right. Mm-hmm. Should have realized that. All right. So then they get ambushed and yeah. uh, they get scooped up in the old bulldozer and That's taken away. That's the end away. of the movie. It's the end of the movie. Um. So yeah, like I said, overall, I think it's a, I think it's worth watching. I just again, it's you know, just watch City of God. You watch this; they're so it's, similar. It's too ambitious. But not enough. Um. I mean, I don't know. Could it have been longer? Hmm. Would it have been more interesting if it had been longer? Usually we like the cut movies. Yeah. I mean, maybe if it was a little bit more like explicit how these stories were connected, mm-hmm. maybe I would have wanted that a little bit somehow. I think, I think I'd rather have seen this movie as a, you know, a miniseries kind of thing. Like a Netflix six-part yeah, miniseries? Six-part. Six so we could follow everybody. Mm-hmm. Like each... Each hour, hour and a half, whatever it is, mm-hmm. it would be one of the stories, mm-hmm. and have 
you know, mix it up with everything else. But it could be, because we don't, we don't know anything about any of these people. Yeah, a little bit of backstory would help, you know, mm-hmm. like, yeah, like, like, like the guy who wanted to kill the kids. I, I know he's involved in the initial tanning salon thing, but mm-hmm. again, I don't even know his name. And I just watched this movie this morning. Right. You know, right, like, right. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know any of them. I mean, none of the gangsters. The gangsters themselves, except for the guy with the trach. Right. He's the only one that stands out because he's got a trach. Right. And he tried to save these kids at one point. Uh-huh. You know, but... But then he's been, his final justification is just, it had to be done. Yeah. <laughs> Business. Yeah. I, I love, like, the, how gangsters can just justify it, whatever. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. It had to be done. Mm-hmm. What can you do? <laughs> um, all right, Matt. Uh, I don't have any, like, oh, it's that guy... We yeah, already I don't have any online. We ran no. through the scenes. I don't yeah. have any uh, any recasting. Um, I don't have any lingering questions except nope. you know a couple of things I already asked you. So you want to get right to the scores here? Sure. Uh, what do you think for IMDb? Seven six. Wow, you went high. Seven, oh, it's lower than that. Seven. That's it. Yeah. Oh my god. Only forty-seven thousand reviews, so that's pretty low. I mean, this movie won, like I said, it won. <laughs> well, um, you know, City of God would have won it if it had been that, you know. But yeah, that's that seems low to me. Yeah, I, I mean, it's an interesting movie. It is. I, I mean, it's. I don't know. I don't know if it's like the, uh, you know, if it's just that it was up against. I mean, it's being compared to mm-hmm. better versions of it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's probably what we've touched on that it's just too ambitious mm-hmm. and there's just there's not enough there right. to, to keep it going mm-hmm. you know I mean it's filmed beautifully it's very stark and all, everything about it except it leaves you flat mm-hmm. a little bit so but yeah you're right it won the uh, grand prize of the jury mm-hmm. in that con mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah. <laughs> um, and what do you think about Rotten Tomatoes? Eight four maybe. Critics is ninety one. Ninety one. Wow. And audience is seventy two. Seventy. Is it again? Yeah. yeah that's interesting. Um, what? It's weird. What? A, it's a weird drop. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, seventy for the audience. Seventy seven for IMDb. It's exactly the same. Uh, this movie has an awesome poster where the guys are wearing their like underwear yeah, yeah. with the uh, AK forty sevens. It's a uh, very. Cool. I remember seeing this poster for years. I go, what? I wonder if I should watch this. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm glad I did. I'm glad you gave it to me. Yeah, but, yeah I, I, it was good, but mm-hmm. I'm not gonna tell everybody to watch it. Yeah, like when you watch the trailer for this, it really makes it seem like it's much more like City of God than it is um, right. Like about like I don't know uh, dressmaking and toxic waste dumping. <laughs> Yeah, City of God had so much life to it, you know, compared to this movie. Mm-hmm. This, this movie kind of methodically, I mean, they, the the director kept his shots going for longer than he probably should have and things like that, you know. There was just a couple times I went, well, why is the camera still on this person, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So. All right, you ready for the consensus? Yes. Portraying organized crime with an unflinching realism, this gritty and searing Italian crime masterpiece pulls no punches. I'm surprised the writer and director are still alive. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the the mafia over there in Sicily is really bad. 
Yeah. Well, it says at the end. At the end, they, they give you all that they've killed more people than anybody else in Europe. Mm-hmm. You know, one one every three days. They said. Oh my God. Hey, if, if only Lil Z was still alive, oh, yeah. he'd have something to say about that. Yeah. I mean, Lil Z's body count in a weekend would, would rival these guys. Yeah. Um, all right, Matt, so next week, what are we doing? Trip's We're, gone bad. Trip's gone bad. Uh, Thelma and Louise. Which, amazingly, I've never seen. And I'm going to have you watch um, a pretty recent British movie called uh, Caliber. Okay. All right, sounds good. All right, let's get out of here. Bye. Peace. He's a Philistine. What's a Philistine? It's a guy who doesn't care about books or interesting films and things. Then I'm a Philistine. No, you're interested in books and things. No, I'm a Philistine. You've been shitting in my yard. I have not. You want me to hold the chicken, huh? I want you to hold it between your knees. because I'm curious. You know, this is more um, more fuel. Like uh, Bill Simmons, he has this this theory or point or whatever that the Academy Award should be awarded five years later. Uh, yeah. Like what, what, what actually stands the test of time? Yeah, Titanic would never would have won. No. Um, let's see. Wow. Um, best foreign language film, The Barbarian Invasions. Oh, that's really good. Is it? Yeah, it's Canadian. Uh-huh.
It's it's from Montreal. What's it about? It's about a guy uh, dying, and his and he just goes through his kind of life with his friends and stuff. It's yeah. I actually had a uh, VHS copy of oh, that. Okay. Yeah, it's not bad. Right, well. uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, but City of God's better. <laughs> okay, and then something called Evil. It's a Swedish movie. Mm-hmm. The Twilight Samurai, Japanese. Twin Sisters from the Netherlands, and Zellery from the Czech Republic. Yeah, I never heard of any of the other ones. Barbarian Invasion is, is actually really good. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm really surprised that uh, it didn't even make the list. <laughs> maybe you know, maybe they do because it it's like it made so many other ones. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, got its due, right? 